You're listening to Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tiger's Den podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to Play Callers episode 11. And as we go down this final stretch of the football season... We're super excited to be joined by none other than defensive line coach and the most energetic guy you'll see on the sideline, Coach Hall. Coach, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys doing? Doing I'm, real I'm good. Doing good, I'm Coach. I'm, I'm, good, I'm a little tired, but I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I got back a little late, huh? Or, a little, okay. or you can say a little early. <laughs> morning. <laughs> yes, yeah. And with that, I'll move into my two quick questions for Coach Hall. Coach Hall, how do you think the defensive unit played as a whole, and were there any players that stood out to you last night? Well, I think as a, as a whole unit, we played well. We played we played pretty good early. Um, we was flying around, guys were tackling very well. Uh, you know, they had they had a great offense, man. The quarterback, the Mississippi State commit, was a, was a heck of a football player. Uh, we knew going in, we can just get him down and tackle him and try to control him. That we have an opportunity to be successful um, uh, up front. I think um, Deuce White played well. I think Caleb Pitts played well. Um, I think um, um, uh, Michael Foster, he had a sack later on in that game, and, and Cam Crane came in and gave us some help, as well as Marquise and Ashton. So we had some guys on the front that, that played that played very well. Um, so I, I, was, I was pretty proud of that. Um, we did give up a couple big runs late, uh, so we'll just have to make sure we go work on that this week. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, we also do a show every Thursday. We record it, and we were talking about Josh Flowers and Bryce Kane and the way that y'all locked them up, except for, you know, the big run that you were talking about late. I mean, it was it was just super impressive to watch. And going into that, how did it feel to hold this star-studded Baker offense only 17 points when they've scored 30-plus in eight of their games? Yeah, I think it was a guy that had a great week of preparation. Um, they they were they, they prepared well. They flew around at practice well. Um, they were they was energized. So so it all goes back to like the way they they prepared and they they did a great job of preparation this week. And we knew if we could we just find a way to contain those guys, man. I think the guys answered the bell as far as containing them, man. And they did a great job as far as you know handling them a little bit. Uh, but Baker has an awesome football team, man. An awesome athletes on that squad, man. So. It was, so decided to be able to hold them to that, that many points. Yes, sir. And, and looking at, you know, the stars on the offense, what was the week like leading up to that first-round playoff game? It was, man, we just wanted to make sure we make it fun for the guys, man. They, they came out so they came out energetic. They came out, you know, excited. They came out with a bunch, a bunch of energy and a bunch of excitement. And, and they was flying around since Monday. They was locked in. They was focused on the game plan. Um, and they knew the task at hand. You know, they knew it was a, a win or go home situation. So um, they just dialed in, man. They focused all week. Probably one of the best week. Of, matter of fact, it was the best week of practice we had all all year. Um, and w- and with that being said, like those guys, they, they they prepared for it. So they get a lot of credit for their preparation, man. I, mean, I was proud of them last night. Yes, sir. And with that, uh, that's going to do it for my questions so far. But I'm going to send it to my co-host, Max Mesman. Max, take him away. All right. Good morning, Coach. Big win good last morning. night. Uh, Thank congratulations you. Congratulations on the big win. Um, Thank and you. I'll, 
I always start off my segment uh, with highlighting one real one player real quick that I think did really good last night as well as has done really good on the season. And I want to hear your thoughts about him. Uh, junior defensive end Caleb Pitts, who so mm-hmm. far in the season – he has 50 tackles along with 11 tackles for loss, excuse me, 13 tackles for loss, five sacks, and 13 QB hurries. What does Caleb mean for this team? Hey, Caleb, man, he's, he's, a, he's a phenomenal player, phenomenal leader. Uh, he's a phenomenal leader on and off the field, very athletic. Um, he, he works hard. You know, he's, he's a very coachable kid, man, and he's developing into becoming, a, I mean, a monster out, out there for us, you know, um, First year, really starting the whole season. He played a lot of the sophomore, which is kind of unheard of. And um, he's really embraced the role of, of leadership. He's embraced the role of becoming a, a great teammate to his, to his other teammates. Like when we're in the tent talking, he's always trying to lead those guys. And he's always listening to us. And, and his play, you know, it, it sells because, because of his preparation. You know, he, he works his butts off. He works his butt off, man. He, and he, he does everything that we ask him to do, man. And, just off his natural athletic ability and, his, and, and being able to be coachable, you know, has, has helped him along the way, man. He, he's bought into the to the uh, program, and I, he has a bright future ahead. I mean, I see him. I see him doing some big things outside of outside of high school. Yeah, yes, sir. I mean, you talked about you know playing some games last year. I remember uh, him playing the state game last year and actually getting an interception. So, I mean, <laughs> yep, he sure did. You know, so he's a heck of a player. He's been playing playing great all season so far. But talking specifically about the game last night, uh, I noticed going in, and I'm sure y'all knew it as well, the conditions weren't going to be the nicest, you know, with a constant drizzle of rain throughout the game. And so it set up for kind of an old school, you know, run, you know, pound the ground game uh, type of style of play for both offenses. Caused a lot of drop balls and slips as well for a lot of players, especially early on. But uh, did the weather have any effect on the defense, specifically the defensive line throughout the game? Um. I don't, I don't think it did. We know going in that we were going to be in, in grass and it was going to be a little wet. Uh, we knew it was going to be like an old-school feel, like you were saying. We was talking about that going in. Um, the, the, the field was kind of slippery, uh, but our guys, were, they, were, they were having they had good traction, you know, and they was, they were doing a good job of squeezing blocks, you know, and, and getting up under the run game and all that stuff. So so I think um, it, it had a little bit of effect on it for us up front, but, but nothing major. We just need to make sure that we you know we tackle well and we kept our, our, our feet. So that, that was the main thing. Yes, sir. And now after that win, you'll go into next week. You'll get the rematch with uh, Central. You know, uh, going back, obviously y'all uh, didn't get the result y'all wanted to in the first matchup between y'all and Central, you know, at home. But going into the second matchup, obviously a lot of stakes, you know, win or go home. Uh, second round going into Phoenix City. Um, how would you describe the mentality of the team going throughout the week into that game? Well, I think I think they know what what, what we're up against. You know, it's, it's been a rival here for a long time now. I was actually on the other side of that rival a while back, so I mean, they they know what to expect. They they know that's going to be a a slugfest, and they know exactly what to expect from those guys. They know they're athletic. They know they can play the football game as well as we can. So. They know it's going to be a good, good, good week. They know they have to prepare as best we can to be prepared in order to be successful in this ball game. Uh, this one of those games you really ain't got to, you know, have a, a pregame speech and all that because those guys will be ready to rock and roll, man. Because I think we played them like what six times in the last three years, you know. Yeah. And then going going back, that's, that's how long I've been here. But before then, they probably played them a couple more times in the semifinals and the regular season. So. This is a big robbery game, man. Those guys, they'll be ready to rock. 
Yeah, I mean, you talk about – I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, y'all play basically – Auburn Central play basically twice a year every year. You know, they play in the regular season, and then y'all play in the playoffs. I mean, last year, you know, uh, y'all got the better of Central in the semifinals to go to state, you know, on the road uh, in Phoenix right. City. So, I mean – and I talked to some of the players after the game as well when I was interviewing them, and they said, yeah, they're ready to rock and roll. You know, they're ready to go for that game, and they know what's ahead of them. But – that's going to do it for my questions. Thank you so much, Coach Hall, for your time. And now I'm going to pass oh, yeah. it to my co-host, Reese Kinder. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you. Good morning, what's Coach. Up? What's up, Reese? What's going on, man? What's up? Uh, I'm just going to ask you two. I'm going to ask you two quick questions, and then I'm done. Um, okay. You know, you know, Coach, uh, what are you guys going to work on in practice this week to get ready for a big central team? Oh, just going to always, you know, we'll always get down to the fundamentals. You know, we're going to always we'll sharpen the fundamentals up to make sure that we, we're handling that, you know. And then we'll just go in and we'll, we'll scout them and make sure that we that we can cover, make the mistakes that we made last game, that we, we can't make those same mistakes, you know. So try to make sure we correct those, you know, and then just try to dissect them. Uh, once we get in the film room on on tomorrow, be there all day tomorrow, we'll, we'll come up with a game plan, see what we like against certain formations and stuff like that, and we'll, we'll put the game plan together, implement it, and let the guys start working on that game plan on, on Monday. And and um and try and see if we can be successful with the things that we see on film that we can take advantage of. Yeah, and then my last question is, what is your relationship with Coach Halverson? Oh, man, Coach Halverson, we 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 good buddies, man. He coached the inside interior guys, and um, he's a, he's a good friend of mine. He's he's been in the game a while. Um, he went to Auburn High School as well as I did. He, he graduated a little bit before I did, though. And uh, we have a good relationship as far as, like, when it comes to, to everything. It's come to football, comes to on the field, comes to off the field. He's a, he's a great leader, man. You know, I look up to him, you know, because he's a little older than me. And, and he does a great job of, of getting those guys ready to play in the middle. And he does a great job of motivating the players. And I'll tell you something, Coach Halverson got some of the best pregame speeches that you ever hear. You know, the way he talks, he's just so calm and collect. But his point gets across so pure, man, and, and the guys love it, man. But, yeah, I love Coach Halverson. Thanks, Coach. No problem, Reese. All right, I'm going to ask uh, two or three just to end it off, and then Max is going to introduce, uh, you know, the sounds of the game that we got. But what does it mean to coach at the same high school that you actually graduated from? <laughs> well, it's always been a it's always been a dream of mine. Once I got in the got in the high school football to to be able to coach at my at my home school, man, you know, be able to give back to the guys and to see. The things that they have now, the things that we didn't have, and to see how you know how everything works as far as like I walk the same hallways as those guys at the old high school, you know, at the junior high over there, and then to be able to practice and play on the same field, man, it's just just surreal, really, you know, to be able to come back and and coach those guys, man. So I mean, I enjoy it, man. It's, it's a blessing. I thank God every day for the opportunity to be able to be home and to be able to coach these coach these guys, man, and be around this staff. We have a great staff. We're very close knit, and um, just excited about being home. There's no place like home. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, we were talking to Coach Halverson last week, and he was talking about how Auburn High football has kind of situated itself. See that if you lived in Auburn, you know you're the university fan, and you would go to the high school games, and you'd say War Eagle. And now it's like <laughs> Auburn High School athletics is its own huge thing. And we're so successful in so many different sports that it's just like amazing to watch how far Auburn High School athletics has really come. I mean, it's it's really insane to just watch. But I want to see. 
um, what is what do you say the best way to build relationships with your players is, and how do you do it so well? You just you just you just got to know that you got to show them that, that that you love them, man. You know, and and we care for them a lot, man. You know, we're tough on them, we coach them. All right, we're gonna be tough on them, but then we're gonna go hug them. We're gonna go we're gonna go grab them, and we're gonna go talk to them about things outside of football. We're gonna check on them, see how their family doing, check on you know check on the grades and all that stuff. And then on the field, we'll talk about football stuff, but it ain't all really about football. It's all about like building relationships and and knowing that you care that you care for them, man. That's that, that's the main thing, you know. And and then that they care for you, so it just builds relationships. Just, just loving on one another, man. It's a, it's a great feeling, man, to, to to see a kid develop, and then to to watch them develop not only on the field but in life, you know. And and to check on them and make sure everything is going well. Um, I mean, I, I enjoy it, and I think that's, a, that's that's how you build those relationships. Yes, sir. And then I have one last question. I ask it every single week. What does the city of Auburn mean to you personally? Man, I, I was born and raised here, man. I, I, I grew up here from, from the time I was – like my parents still stay in the same house right now that I lived in when I grew up from the time – I'm 41 years old. <laughs> so I was I, I stayed in that house my whole life, <laughs> and they still live in that same house. And it, it's just amazing, man, to see this city grow, man. It, mean, it means the word to me to be from here and to be able to represent the A on my chest, man, when I'm coaching these guys. Because you, 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 you what, what it is is that you don't only play or coach for yourself. You coach for the people that were before you, and you play for the people that were before you. And then you pave the way, and you coach, and you play for the people that's coming up after you, man. You know, you want to pave the way. And, and once you build that tradition and know that tradition, I mean, it's nothing it's nothing like Auburn, man. It's, it's just a different a different time. It's a lovely city. A nice city got great people, a great community, um, and, and it's just it's just amazing to me, man. Auburn, Auburn means the world to me, and I'm just thankful to be here, and I'm grateful every day. Yes, sir. Well, we're thankful you're here, and that's going to do it for my questions. Max and Reese, if you don't have any more questions, we'll introduce Sounds of the Game, do the outro, and let Coach Hall get on with this Saturday. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys. You guys do it before I get off of here. I mean, after, before you do everything, I want you to know you guys do a great job, man. I appreciate you guys reaching out to us and, and, and opening this thing up, man. Um, you guys are awesome, man. I just want to say thank you all for just having me and, and giving me the opportunity to speak with you all. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you Coach. That means so much to us. And uh, with that, I'm going to introduce Sounds of the Game real quick. That's where this is the segment where we play all the sideline interviews that we've gotten throughout the week. Me, Reese, Taylor, as well as other members of AHS Game Day. So the interviews that you're about to hear this week, uh, Caroline Witten, one of our members of AHS Game Day, she got an interview with Coach Brandt on Tuesday during Auburn men's basketball uh, season opener. And then on Wednesday, I got some interviews with Coach Pritchett, Sarai Daniels before signing on Thursday, Antoine Daniels, her brother, Marquise Daniels, former NBA player, former Auburn basketball player, and their father. I also got interviews with uh, Brooke Holman as well as Daly Alsabrook. And then on Friday uh, during the football game where Auburn pulled out the win, I got a halftime interview with Coach Etheridge as well as a postgame interview. I also got interviews from not not the usual interviews we get, but I got some interviews with Bryce Kane and Josh Flowers, their kind of mindset before going to play D1 football. Got also interviews with Towns Magoo at halftime, Tyler McKinnell after the game, Omar Madsen after the game, and Trey Marcus Webb after the game. So hope you all enjoy these interviews, and after this we'll get ready for for the outro. I'm going to stand up. Oh, you said. Okay. Um, all right, so obviously y'all 
led the game very strong. Um, but towards the end, your players got a little unfocused. They started to just kind of wander around. You know, they weren't really trying as much. So what do you do in that situation to get them back on track? Well, it, it really gets hard when you do get a lead like this, and then a lot of players are you, you're changing your rotation up and changing um, – what's been going well for you and everybody gets a little anxious and I think as the season goes and when all our players are getting more time they get a little bit more confidence and they get settled into what we're trying to do and when we have different type lineups that we haven't really had in practice it gets a little little displaced at times so I don't I don't that's what usually happens in the situation but I did tell them at halftime that we really need to stay the focus like we did the first half and and try to play a complete game so we played three three quarters worth and for us to be successful this year we got to play the full four four quarters <laughs> All right. um, so how do you feel going into this season with a win Oh, you know, had a bitter taste last week. We uh, lost our season opener, played a really good Carver team and led them for three quarters and kind of lost focus. So we're going to have to fight through that. And But I, it is great to win at home and to have our home crowd. I knew that we would shoot a lot better here, and, uh, and I thought Bradley and Adam and all of them were uh, really focused, man-man. We had some big dunks tonight with uh, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, oh my gosh, <laughs> Antoine, and then uh, Wade and Jaden, Jaden. They played great inside, so we got a lot of contributions for a lot of different people. All right, thank you. I don't know where Emmanuel. I don't have an Emmanuel. I just <laughs> lost it. I'm here with Brooke Hallman, point guard for the Auburn women's basketball team. Brooke, you had a great game today, scoring 18 on the Brubaker Tech Rams. How do you think you did today? I think I did good. I definitely could have done better, but at the end of the day, we got the win, so that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, got the win y'all did. I mean, now y'all are 2-0. and How do you feel this team has really gelled over the offseason, and what do you think this team can do in the future? Um, I think we've, we've came from a, like, we came a long way, but we still have way more to go uh, to be that team to win the state championship. All right, thank you so much for your time, Brooke. Of course, thank you. I'm here with Soraya Daniels, small forward for the Auburn women's basketball team. Soraya, you had a great game today against the Drew Baker Tech Rams. How do you feel like you did today? Uh, I did good, but there's always much I can work on, always something I can improve on. And as a team, I just feel like we just played our hardest. I know this wasn't no easy game. It was just down to the grit, and we had more. Yeah, and I know that you also have your signing day tomorrow at 2 p.m. on AHS Mass Media. Uh, how are you? How excited are you to be able to sign with Auburn University? And what do you look forward to doing at the next level? I actually super duper excited. Both of my parents came from there, and most of everything I'm doing is for my mom. But not only for her, but for me as well, because I know that's what she would want. And she would want me happy, and she would want me being successful in life. Thank you so much, Sarai, for your time. I'm here with head coach Courtney Pritchett for the Auburn women's basketball team. Coach, your team got its second straight win to start off the season, 2-0. Big win over Book, uh, Brubaker Tech, excuse me, 60-30. How do you think your team did today overall? Um, I was impressed with the way they played. Uh, 
we're still trying to figure out our chemistry. Uh, we're getting our girls back from flag football and just still trying to put it all together. And so it helps. Um, it helps when you have um, a solid, you know, offensive player like Soraya Danes that can kind of get us going. And so uh, she helped. And then Brooke, having Brooke Holman back and, and then having Daly having a great game. And so, yeah, so I was, I, was, I was impressed with the way we played. Yeah, and speaking of Sarai Daniels, I was talking to her earlier, and uh, her signing day is actually tomorrow. Yeah. She signed with Auburn University. Yeah. How special is it to have a player like that, and how proud are you of her as a, as a player? Yeah, I mean, Sarai will be our uh, third Division One kid to come out of the program, but hers is a whole lot special. She's going to stay home mm-hmm. right here in our back, backyard, and so I'll be a season ticket holder at Auburn University, uh, and I know she's going to do a great job there. She's a special player. I think her, her you, you hadn't seen the best of what she can do, and so I'm excited for her to get to, to Auburn University and, and get going. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach, for your time. Thank you. Go Tigers. Hello, I'm here with former Auburn small forward Marquise Daniels. Marquise, or Mr. Daniels, excuse me. Uh, how special is it to see both of your both your son and both your daughter as well, uh, both playing out here at a high level tonight? Both Antoine and Sarai had great games. How do you feel they did tonight, and how special is it to see both your kids ball out here tonight? It's always good, you know, to see them playing. Um, I'm hard on them, so, you know, I <laughs> always try to, you know, try to push them to be better and try to motivate their teammates just as much, you know, just share the ball and play the right way. Yes, sir. And then also Soraya specifically, she has her signing day tomorrow. I talked to her about it earlier. She seems very excited. How do you feel her staying home, staying, uh, going to Auburn University? Um, how do you feel about her, you know, making that decision? And what do you see in her future moving forward? Uh, just continue to grow, continue to get better. Um, it's good that she's coming home, you know, staying here in Auburn, just try to continue that legacy that her mom started. You know, just try to keep getting better. That's all the main thing, just keep getting better. Thank you so much, Mr. Daniel. Thank you. I'm here with Auburn High sophomore small forward Antoine Daniels. Antoine, you had a great game today against Brubaker Tech. Uh, three straight games with double digits. Um, how do you feel that you did tonight personally? Uh, I feel like I did pretty good. I could have did better and knocked down a couple more shots, but overall I did what I had to do to get the job done. Yeah, and then moving forward, I mean, this team is now 2-1, two, two straight wins. Uh, how do you feel this team has really gelled over the offseason and going into these upcoming games? How do you feel that uh, the team can do going forward? We can be pretty good as long as we stick together and always play together. We'll be perfectly fine. All right, thank you so much, Antoine, for your time. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. Sideline reporter Max Mesrin here. We are exactly 50 minutes away from kickoff here at Baker High School. It's a bit drizzly, but not super rainy. Not a lot of rain pouring down right now, but teams are getting ready for this round one playoffs matchup. Winner goes on to the second round to face either Central or Davidson. Their game also going on tonight as well. We'll see who comes out with the victory tonight. I will see you all at kickoff. Sideline reporter Max Mesman here. We are currently 10 minutes away from kickoff here at Baker High School. And I noticed kind of in the warm-ups, you know, Jackson Kilgore, Henry Allen, and a lot of the players, you know, obviously the conditions aren't great. As I'm talking right now to y'all, it's drizzling in my hand. And, I mean, I'm stepping in a puddle currently. I mean, so it's very wet out here. The grass is very moist. So I just noticed a lot of players for both teams, you know, kind of slipping on their routes and the ball kind of slipping out of the hands of QB. So that's definitely to look out for tonight. But we're 10 minutes away now from kickoff, and I will see y'all when that happens. 
Sideline reporter Max Mesman here. We are just finished the first quarter. Uh, so far, a tough game so far for both teams. I mean, you know, with the conditions right now, a lot of drop balls, but a couple good runs by Omar Madsen to end the first quarter. I put Auburn in the red zone with a chance to get this first score of the game. It's 0-0 here. Let's see if Auburn get the first score of the game. I'll see y'all at halftime. Just like that, Auburn is up 7-0 after the Omar Mapson rushing touchdown. I predicted it, and it happened. As you hear, the fans and the band and the cheerleaders are all getting hyped up. Auburn's up 7-0 here with 11.51 to go in the second quarter. Let's see how this game goes. I'll see you at the second or at halftime. And just like that, it is 7-3. Uh, Baker with the field goal from inside the red zone. Uh, Josh Flowers with a great run from the 50-yard line, but Auburn locking it up inside where it matters in the red zone. So Auburn up 7-3, 7-12 to go here in the first half. I will see you all at halftime. And just like that, Auburn up 14-3 after another Omar Mapson rushing touchdown. Auburn is firing on all cylinders. We thought this game might be a little bit of a mud bowl, and it has been so far. Auburn up 14-3 with 1.31 to go in the first half. I'll see you all back at halftime with Coach Edwards. And just like that, Towns Megatron Magoo with a 52-yard field goal to make it 17-3 with 22.4 seconds to go in the first half. Auburn looking to go uh, up by 14 with a lead into halftime, but Baker has the ball right now, so we'll see what happens. Right. Um, I'm here at halftime with uh, Coach Etheridge, the coach of the Auburn High School football team. Coach, we kind of expected this game to be a bit of a mud bowl, you know, with the weather conditions out. Uh, what do you think of the first half from your team? I think we played well. You know, defensively, we got some big stops. You know, offensively, you know, we grinded the ball. We, we moved the ball up and down the field. We, I, we need to hit some big plays. Um, I think that, but but I think we're running the ball really well. We had a couple drive stall, but you know, I mean, they're a really good football team. So, you know, you're not going to score every time you touch the ball. <laughs> but this second half, we got to take care of the football. You got to come out. We need we need to you know put put some points on the board this first drive. We get the ball. So uh, just got to got to go out there and act like the score zero zero. Last question. Uh, going into the second half of this first round playoff matchup, what's the mindset of the team? Just win, <laughs> just win or win or go home. You know, you just gotta gotta come in out here, gotta win this second half, and then then get the win and, and uh, you know just enjoy the enjoy it, you know, and then get ready for the next round. But we gotta win this second half first before we do anything else. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank for your you. Time. Thank you, coach. It is halftime here at Baker High. Auburn up 17-3 to going into the break. Um, this is kind of a game that we expected, me and the boys, on H's Countdown. You know, a bit of a mud bowl game, you know, with the weather conditions here. Um, but, you know, Auburn able to pound the rock right now in the first half. Omar Mavson with two rushing touchdowns. And then uh, Ty, uh, Tyler McKinnell, you know, punting the ball, has had two really good crucial punts, punts that have gotten 40-plus yards and been able to flip the field. That's been important. And then also Towns McGee, of course, with a 52-yard field goal. That's it's nothing for him, but we'll see how this Auburn team go, does in the second half of this first round, uh, first round of the playoffs, and we'll see how they do. I will see y'all here at the end of third quarter. I'm here at halftime with Auburn kicker Towns Magoo. Towns, you hit a 52-yarder in the first half. How do you feel you did in the first half on that kick? Yeah, uh, we we went out there for that 52, and we had to attempt it three times. Uh, got iced once again, and I'm uh, just confident in our line. Uh, that we can, you know, get the block down and, you know, snapper J.R. Buckner in London 
uh, Carter to hold. Just they get it done every perfect every time, and uh, it just makes a kick possible. So it's a good feeling going in the second half. We're real confident um, in all aspects of you know the game. So we're excited. What's yours and as well as the team's mindset going into the second half? Uh, really, just at this halftime, fix our mistakes, learn what we did wrong, go out there, uh, keep the same energy, if not more, um, end it like we started, and uh, get this win and move on. Thank you for your time, Dallas. Yeah, thank you. I'm here at halftime with uh, Coach Smith coming out of the locker room. What's the mentality of the team going into the second half of this first-round playoff game? Well, we just got to keep our foot on the throat. You know, we're up, you know, but that, that don't mean nothing. we got a whole second half, and we just got to come out and just play with our hair on fire. And uh, Towns hit that 52-yarder uh, towards the end of the first half. Um, what did you see on that field goal, and how did Towns do, And as well as your whole special teams unit in the first half? Yeah, he was smooth. He always smooth. No, I mean, they tried to ice him, but I mean, Town's just a warrior. I mean, he, he competes every day, and when you compete every day, make it easier in the game. And I feel like on special teams, we're playing really good. Just got to keep that mentality in the second half. Also, I want to shout out punter uh, Ta- Tyler McKinnell. I mean, he hit, he's been hitting some good punts, you know, throughout this game. I mean, especially with the conditions right now. How crucial has he been in this game so far? Right, very important. Like I told him, you know, just do your job. And Tyler did it, you know, he did that. So he, he punted it, he, he caught it. You know, the first thing, he got to catch it in the wet. And first of all, you got to have a good drop. So he did that, and I'm just proud of him. All right, thank you so much for your yes, time, sir. Coach. All right, go Tigers. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here with uh, former Auburn small forward and now Baker small forward, Deshaun Thomas. Deshaun, what do you think of the move from uh, Auburn to Baker to play basketball? Uh, how excited are you to get to play for the Hornets next season? It was pretty seamless because I already had family down here, and I'm very excited to play. And, yeah. And uh, what do you what are you looking forward to this upcoming season specifically? Like you know, with games, are there certain games that are on the schedule that you're looking forward to, or what exactly will you do this season? Um, I'm looking forward to proving myself and showing people what I'm really capable of. And um, yeah, I just want all the smoke right now. All right, thank you, Deshaun, for your time. All right, appreciate it. Appreciate it, Mike. <laughs> hey, bro, we're watching I'm here with Josh Flowers. Uh, Former, you know, Baker Court QB, and then he's about to go to Mississippi State to play football at the collegiate level. How excited are you for that? I mean, I'm very excited, you know, ready to get started on the next level, try to better myself even more, and get ready for try to lead an SEC, SEC team, and, you know, try to try to lead an SEC team, and, you know, try to get further and involved as a quarterback. Great game, mate. Great game. Now, obviously, this game didn't go the way you wanted it, but you played great. How, what did you think of your performance, and what do you think of your team's season overall? Uh, I think we had a good season to come out with the outcome that we wanted, but as long as we fought to the end, I'm happy with my team. You know, Like I said, didn't get the outcome that we wanted, but as long as we fought, just happy for my team. Thank you so much for your time, John. Yes, sir. I'm here with Baker senior receiver Bryce Kane, committed to Auburn, four-star commit to Auburn University for next year. Uh, but looking back on this game, obviously not the result you wanted, but what did you see from yourself and your team in this game and in this season? I feel like we made a lot of mistakes. Uh, I feel like we could do better. I feel like I could do better personally. Um, we we just had we just had a bad game, and if we just clean up all that, I think this would have been a close game and a good win for us. But. It's hard. It's hard to like come out and play a play a good team like this, and you just got to keep your head up. And then going into next season, obviously you're going to be going to the Plains uh, for college college football, playing D1. Uh, what are you looking forward to to going up to Auburn University to play D1 football? And what are you expecting? I feel great. Uh, I think I'm going to play slot receiver uh, for them, so I'm going to be like speedy slot receiver and. 
I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait to be up there. I'm looking forward to it as well as an Auburn fan myself. Thank you so much for your time, Bryce. Hey. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate it. Do I really want to interview? <laughs> I'm here with Auburn Senator Jalen Foster after the game. Um, you know, what did you think of your performance today as well as your team's performance? I think we started off a little rough, but as the game continued, we got better and we worked as a team to get a win. We made a couple mistakes, and we're going to fix that next week when we play Central. All right, thank you so much for your time, Jalen. Appreciate it. I'm here with um, defensive back for Auburn High School, Trey Marcus Webb. Trey Marcus, you had a great game today. What did you think of your per overall performance as well as the team's overall performance in round one of the playoffs against Baker? I mean, it's just like it was a sloppy game, but I think me and my teammates did good because, hey, you can't, you can't play in the rain. Like, I mean, it's sloppy, it's wet, you know. Sometimes you have to take your gloves off and, you know, the ball is slipping. But I'm, overall, I'm not satisfied where my game is because next week we got, hey, we got we to gotta really pick it up. And the team team standpoint, I think we did good on the uh, quarterback that committed to Mississippi State. I think we I think we did great. Yes, sir. I mean, did it against a quarterback committed to Mississippi State and a receiver in Bryce Kent committed to Auburn University. Um, but, yeah, next week, like you said, you got Central. You get the rematch that you all wanted. Uh, what are you looking forward to in that game, especially playing against, you know, Cam Coleman, who did put up four receiving touchdowns on you all. What are you thinking about, especially as a defensive back, what are you thinking about going in that game? Nothing. Just, 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 it's just the get back just gonna be there. Just win, we just, just win, win, just win. All right. All right, I like that answer. Thank you so much for your time for Marcus. Right. respect. Yeah, one of the guys that made plays was Mapson. Uh, yeah, what, <laughs> he's special. Talk about his running. I mean, you know, his running, you know, really gave you guys a spark. Yeah, I think him and Flakes are two of the best running backs since that. You know, Omar's a young kid, he already has, already has some D1 offers. He's gonna be turning a lot of heads, you know. He runs for power. He's got great speed. He, he does all the little things right. He's a 4.1 GPA student. You know, he, he is the, the ultimate package. And, uh, you know, and Tyler Flakes also. Tyler Flakes, we call him Thunder and Lightning. You know, both of them are great running backs. And, you know, then you throw Henry Allen in there, the quarterback, he can run it. And then, uh, of course, Jackson Kilgore, uh, get in there and sling it around. You know, so uh, I thought our offensive line played great. About a shot at uh, Central now? <laughs> yeah, we could play Central again. Yay. <laughs> no, they got a great football team. And this is this is what we wanted. You know, we want an opportunity to play them again. You know, they've got a great football team and uh, and that's the standard we wanna we wanna play to. We wanna play the best teams. We don't wanna play teams that, you know, we we wanna play the best, you know, because eventually you gotta go through the best anyway. So there's eight teams left right now. We're one of those eight. Anything happens. Appreciate it, Coach. All right, thank All right. you, guys. Appreciate All right, you Thank you. I'm here with Auburn sophomore running back Omar Mapson. Omar, you had two rushing touchdowns on the day, plus, you know, a ho over – I mean, I didn't calculate the stats, but I'm guessing over 150-plus rushing yards. Um, how do you think you did today, and how do you think your team overall did today in round one of the playoffs? Um, I, think we did, I think we did great. Uh, we all came out together and just played together. And, you know, we secured the W. That's all that mattered. Yeah, and then going into next week, obviously I'll get the rematch y'all wanted against Central. Um, how are you? What are you looking forward to in that game? Uh, you know, we just got to come out hard, playing our best. That got to be like one of our best games that we played all season, so they got to come out hard. Yes, sir. All right, thank you so much for your time, man. All right, thank you. I'm here with Auburn punter, Auburn senior punter, Tyler McKinnell. Tyler, you had a great game today, especially considering the conditions. You know, we expected this to kind of be a mud bowl with all the rain pouring down. But how do you think you did today overall? Uh, overall, I think I played well. Uh, there's always stuff to improve on, but 
important thing is in the playoffs, we got we found a way to win, so that's what matters. Yeah, and then the team, obviously, y'all won 27-17. I mean, in first round of the playoffs, you go on the road against Baker, you know, a tough team. Uh, how do you think the team did overall, came together and got this win? I mean, like I said, you know, it's, it's just surviving events. You know, I think coming this far, it was it was tough. We really wanted a home game this year, but it didn't quite shake out that way. Uh, but we're determined to keep going, and we're ready for Central. Yeah, speaking of Central, I mean, y'all get them next week, the rematch y'all wanted. Uh, what are you looking forward to in that game? Just looking forward to cleaning up our game. Uh, we had turnovers, penalties that really killed us last time, and uh, I know the defense is ready to get back out there and show them what they're, what they're about, so it's going to be exciting. Thank you so much for your time, Tyler. Appreciate it. That's going to do it for Episode 11 to Play Callers. Thank you so much to Coach Hall for giving us some time on the Saturday. We're so blessed to be part of the Auburn High football team. And, hey, we don't want it to end next week. I don't think it will, but I, I know that we don't. But we hope that all of y'all listeners have a blessed day and week. And be sure to tune in next week as we interview Coach Goolsby. Once again, thank you to Coach Hall, and have a great weekend, Coach. All right, too, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's End, where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.